Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. You heard Bolo just said, this is the porch. Welcome. Started another day, another dollar, Bolo. How you doing, brother? Brother, brother, I cannot, cannot, cannot. Feel great, feel great, feel great. Ten toes down, God is good. You know we can't come up on the show without talking about God first, brother. So, God is good. How you doing? blessed very blessed man things have just been rolling uh like the week is going fast i mean you know i'm actually headed out to new york and then connecticut this weekend for uh for one of the homegirls is uh getting married uh shout out to my homegirl shay east coast and uh yeah but i don't know if you saw it it was all all the fog from canada yeah i mean all the the smoke and stuff yeah yeah, i guess there's some fires going on in canada so i'm a little nervous going out there i'm seeing all the news and the smoke so Hopefully it clears up a little bit by the, you know, before this weekend. So put yeah, a prayer out there for, for your boy, man. I'm, I'm about to bring the mask back out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna have to. They say the air quality bad out there right now. So yeah, you might man. have to, my bro. Gotta stay safe. You know, you know, I'm a heavy breather off the rip anyway, so I can't be out <laughs> there, you know, with the bad air. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. But man, I, I am uh, super excited for today's guest, man. Like we got a superstar on the porch right Ooh. here, but I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It, it, it's probably one of our our biggest guest, I would say, in my opinion, that, we, that we've had on the show, WNBA superstar, author, <laughs> entrepreneur. I mean, it's an over, overall hustler, the one and only Monique Billings. Welcome to the porch. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, Absolutely. of course, man. How was life, before we even dive into everything else, how has life been for you? I'm blessed, y'all. Like the glass is always half full and I'm in season right now. Like it's, it could be a struggle sometimes trying to find time for myself and I have all these obligations, all these things, but I'm like, these are the things I prayed for. And so let me never forget that. Like, I'm just so blessed, excited to be on the porch. That's yes, a blessing yes. itself. And yeah, man, life is good. I love it. I love it. And I love the energy and, and, and the vibrations. We vibrating at a high frequency right now. I can feel it yes. right now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody <laughs> looking at looking at it always is half full. Always. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Yeah. We always say, you know, God don't make no mistakes. Everything happens Mm -hmm. for a reason. And it's a reason why we are connected right now. And Monique, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to get straight to it because you kind of just naturally alluded to it about finding Mm -hmm. balance uh, with with life and career. And for those, those you don't know, new porch listeners, this is your first time. Hearing about Monique, she is an author, like I said in the intro, and you yeah. actually do have a, a book titled, you know, Finding Balance. Talk about the motivation behind, you know, writing that and just kind of the um, overall, I guess, uh, theme of that book as well. Totally. So Finding Balance, a playbook for wellness. This book um, came from, I would just say, just me being an athlete, I've been taught how to train my body, but I was not taught how to train my mind. Mm-hmm. And so... I want not only my my peers, my um, teammates, the people who I'm around to learn those things, people in general, I don't think we're taught how to understand who we are outside of what we do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from a young age, I've been given that wisdom and knowledge. Thankfully, I was just brought up in a really beautiful way. My dad would always um, tell me, your mind, your body, your soul, you need to be in alignment with all of those things. When mm-hmm. I was young, I never understood that. 
And so this book is truly for my younger self, the things and keys that I wish I knew when I was young that um, I'm learning now that I'm growing into. It's a, it's a journey. You know, I have so much more to go, so much more to learn. But these are, like I said, the keys and tactics that have helped me to find more balance, more wellness in my life. And I feel like it's my purpose on this earth to share those keys and tactics with um, my readers. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love that. You know, you know, Bolo and I, we're, you know, we're both former athletes, played, you know, played football, you know, at the division one level. So just understand, we understand 100%, you know, what you mean and the struggle yeah. sometimes of balancing out the day to day grind and trying to become the best athlete you can be and trying to chase those dreams, but then also trying to just make sure your mental health is, is intact and you're able yeah. to take care of just you and your daily, daily, you know, daily struggles and things like that. It can be tough to try to, balance out you know everything even me now you know I've, I've moved on from actually playing but just with podcasting and editing and doing my my, my typical nine to five job sometimes I find myself just kind of stressed out and overwhelmed because I, mm -hmm. I it's hard to find that balance and understanding like okay Darnell you've done you've done enough work today let, let, let's take a beat let's close the laptop relax yeah. for the rest of the day um I don't, it, it, and you could probably allude talk about this as well but I, I just feel like sometimes when I'm not working I feel like I'm missing out on an opportunity to get better. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because yeah. sometimes you can overwork yourself, like you said, and now you're stressed out leading to health issues. But at the same time, you don't want to be lazy. So it's like, man, how do I find that exact balance? And I, I'll, I'll admit, I do struggle with that at times. Absolutely. I think for me, um, I think back to, to the first statement you mentioned, Dinell, about finding balance. I think you, obviously we left college and, Obviously, in college, from high school to college, college is more of a business when you you play in a specific sport, mm -hmm. right? It's day in and day out. You know, obviously, we're student athletes, but um, at times, sometimes the athlete, you know, goes before the student as far as the time commitment that we have to put in um, as it relates to practices and, you know, therapy and, you know, games and all that stuff. And you kind of lose your identity for a minute, you mm -hmm. know? So when we transition out of, you know, school and, you know, Guys go on and play pro or continue to play the sport, but then there's, you know, 98% of the other guys who have to go find something else. It's like more of an identity crisis because you spent so long doing one specific thing and then now you have to, like, reinvent yourself and figure out, you know, who you are because you never had that balance to begin with. So I think that's very important for people um, in just all different facets because if you just kind of dive into something and become one-dimensional, it's hard to you know, almost, you know, reinvent yourself from time to time. So um, that's very important. Yeah, I 100% agree with that as well. And I think it's important to not challenge yourself or test yourself, but just put yourself in positions and see what you like outside mm -hmm. of your sport, because mm -hmm. the ball does go flat at some point. And mm -hmm. athletes, not athletes, everyone, I think it's so important to really do like a deep dive. This is what my book is about, doing that deep dive and asking yourself the tough questions like, okay, I'm listening to this music, but like, do I really like this music or everyone around me listens to it? Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm listening to it. Or I dress a certain way you know, do I really like these clothes that I'm wearing or am I just buying designer because it's the cool thing, the trendy thing to do? And I feel like those are things that I learned, like I said, in high school, college, just going throughout my journey. And I'm like, no, nah, I like going thrift shopping and that's OK. Yeah. That's not for everybody, you know, but those are things that I've had to find um, just in my own time. Really, like, like I said, soul searching, doing that deep dive, but taking the time to do it. And I think it's so important for people to make that time um, to improve yourself, to become a master in your own life. 100%. Uh, 1000 I, I love that. And one question I want to ask you, you know, as you were going through you know, your journey and doing your soul searching and everyone can probably do it in their own different way. But for you specifically, Monique, what, what was your process? Like when you're really trying to soul search, learn more about, about yourself, mm -hmm. what are some things that, that you like to do in order to kind of allow you to just mentally focus on you and kind of get away from the day-to-day -day grind? Yeah. I mean, I've had to find things that have been like soul food for me or soul medicine, mm. finding out what that is for me. So for me, that's like listening to great podcasts like The Porch or, mm. um, you yeah. feel me? Or yeah, yeah. journaling, spending time. I'm a woman of faith. So like spending time in my word, those mm. are things that, I have to ground myself with every single day and it looks different daily, but just like we eat food, we don't eat the same food every day. When it comes to my soul food and my soul medicine, that looks different on a daily basis as well. Sometimes it's like putting my phone away and just spending time outside in nature, going for a walk and just like disconnecting and recharging. Mm -hmm. 
So it looks different, but I found just um, a menu of different things that have worked for me and that continue to work for me. And I talk about that in my book. Um, I think being still, that's chapter one, being still. Mm. And like I said, taking that time for yourself every single day, meditating, like I said, journaling, just the things that fill you up, fill your cup up and allow you to feel like the highest version of yourself. I love wow. that. I love that so love much, that man. And, and real quick, I got to do a seamless plug just only because you said, you said the first chapter of your book is called, you, you said, Be Still? Yes. Yeah. 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 Monique, we're going to have to talk offline. Listen, I got I got a clothing brand called Live for Today. Clothing brand mm. is all about staying present. It's a lifestyle brand, sports bra, leggings, hoodies, t shirts. We might mm. have to work together, do a collab. Might get a Monique Billings line. I don't know. I'm just I talking like out loud. It. But like the guy put this on me, I had to put it, I had to put it on the porch. <laughs> You know Let's what I mean? Go. Okay, I'm like, you know I'm that. Everything it up. happens for a reason, y'all. <laughs> Everything I'll put it down. I'll pick it up. Come on, I pass, <laughs> I pass you the rock. What you gonna do with it, Monique? That's, that's the question. <laughs> we gonna figure it out. It's only slam dunks over here. Come so. on, now. okay? Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> so, it. So, Monique, before we uh, before we move on, um, kind of give us the process of creating a book. Like, mm. is it a one stop shop? Is it like, okay, here's Ooh. a thought. Let me you know write that down. Like, what it, what goes <laughs> all into like the process of creating you know that type of piece of work? Man, it was a beautiful process. So I had a conversation with my manager um, three years ago now, and I just told him, like, I was so passionate about wellness, and I have this great routine. I feel good. I want other people to feel the same way. So he was like, well, what makes someone an expert a lot of times is writing a book. He was like, you should write a book. At that time, I was 24. I'm like, dude, 24-year-olds don't write books. Mm -hmm. That's not really cool. That's not the look. That's not what I'm trying to do. But like I said, um, being a woman of faith, I really feel like it was a God thing. And I feel like God put that on my heart. So I walked in that path. Um, I play in the WNBA, but I also play abroad. So I was living in Russia while I was mm. writing this book. I, it was winter too. So it's like, I'm not going to be outside in a Russian winter. Right. So um, I had a beautiful process of just writing every single night. And I naturally love to write. I love to journal. That's my thing. So the writing came pretty easy, easily. Um, just putting my thoughts on paper. My manager brought me an editor. My editor, um, we went through it for about six months and he helped me just correct the wording. Like I had no ghostwriter. Like I wrote this book, yeah, right, but right. the editor, um, like I said, helped me um, just kind of put the vibe together. How do I want it to sound? How do I want it to feel? And all of that. After that, we did a photo shoot. So I got the front cover together. Illustrator got like the, the entire vibe of the book together and like just the feel, the look, all of that. And then once that was all done, um, I was ready to publish. And so I, wow. it's been about a year I published and yeah, here we are. That's amazing, man. Wrote the book in Thank Russia. You. You in Russia. Like, <laughs> they say sometimes you gotta be in like a, a unique condition. Your back out be against the wall. You gotta, yeah, you just gotta to really get to that next level. Nice. You gotta you gotta change location. You gotta do something different. So that's and a, you uh, saying thing. that it's funny because I didn't even think about it like this, but I started it in Russia and I finished it in Australia. So the next Ooh, season I was playing yeah. abroad, I was in Australia. So yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. But yeah, it was just a really beautiful process. Man, and oh. I and I have to imagine like the feeling you had when the book was like officially published and ready, like ready for sale and people started buying it. Describe like what that <laughs> felt like just to be able to put so much work and your heart into something that you are truly passionate about oh. and then see the reception and see it be out there. Like you're still young. I mean, you're younger. I'm, I'm only 29. You're younger than me. Like you're young <laughs> and you have yeah. so much success. Like, how does that feel? Well, at first it was a very intimidating type of feeling because I'm like, people are reading my work. Some people right. aren't going to like it and that's totally okay. It's not for everybody, but I have to be okay with that and know that it's going to touch the right people and the right people will be willing to receive that. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of put the ego part to the side and just like ask and pray to God that I'm walking in alignment with his person, with his purpose. And so I kind of just like, just let it go. If that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. the trust, the process notion. Mm -hmm. I, um, I put the work out and I'm letting it do, letting it do what it's supposed to do. So I'm trying not to think too hard about it. You know, I'm excited that people get to read my work. I think it's dope. Um, it still trips me out. Like, wow, I wrote a book. Like that's, it's just cool, you know, yeah, but, right. um, yeah, I just, I'm trying to detach from the outcome of it. I would say. 
Got you. Dang. Got you. Nah, I love that. I love that, man. It's, it's about the journey anyway. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we, we worried about, you know, that that last shot or getting that touchdown or whatever. Just like, we're about that. that like, just like sports. Next play. Just we're, we're yeah. about that play. Play by play, step yep. by step. So that's amazing. In the moment. Uh, but before we started, we kind of switched gears here. Where can the people find your book if they want to buy it, they want to support? Is there an audio a book, a, a version of, available yet? Like kind of all the details. Where, where can they get it? Okay, so you can purchase my book on my website, mobillings.com, M-O-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S.com. Um, you can go to my Instagram, Monique Billings. It's linked there. It's linked in my bio. Don't have an audio book yet, but that's on the way, so stay tuned. And I have an ebook on Amazon for my digital readers. Oh, Porsche family, ready. you know what that means? No excuses. Come on. Yes. About 20 different avenues options. to make it happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need, she got Whatever it. Whatever you so. need, you yeah. got it. Yes, yes, man. Uh, I love it. So switching gears here and kind of, you know, dive into your background a little bit. Um, I just I just want to learn, you know, just about how did you get started, uh, you know, at on the court as a hooper like where did that passion and love come from you know doing the research i see that you're from riverside if i'm not mistaken went to corona. ucla corona okay 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 ie 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 my fault my <laughs> fault uh but just talk about just where did that initial love of, of basketball come from so my dad got me started with playing basketball when i was about five mm. um i've always been very girly very very feminine and so he was like, hey, your friends are playing basketball in this league. Do you want to join them? And at first, I'm like, no, not really. Like, I can't wear my dresses while I play basketball. Right. Like, you know, I can't do all my girly things. But I wanted to make him proud. So I tried it out, and I ended up loving it. And when I realized I fell in love with basketball, actually, this is like a recent thing that I've realized. I mean, I loved it for a long time, but I realized just seeing how it brought my family together and mm -hmm. us being able to travel and them being able to come to the draft and like they've supported me throughout the whole way, but I feel like it's just, it kept us so close and such a, right. a unit throughout this whole journey. And so that I feel like is when I realized how much I love basketball. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, Cause like, I, even like, even when we play sports are thinking about like some of my like nephews now are, you know, my wife's people like Friday nights is literally like a family reunion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just gives people excuses to just connect with each other. And obviously you're there for the yeah. game, but everybody's just connected, kicking it. You may get something to eat after the game. So it just gives yeah. an excuse every time for, you know, the family to come together. So that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. I never even thought of it that way. You know, like you said, but looking yeah. back, it's like it is like a little mini family reunion because sometimes as you get older, it's harder for it's just the to family to come to together. Connect. So, like that. so like that's the natural way to, hey, consistent. Like, I got a game tonight. We, yep. Everybody gonna pull up. Monique got a game tonight. Pull up. Yep, we there. Go. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I definitely love that, man. And one thing I, I used to always say about playing sports, and specifically, like for me, I was playing football, but I think it kind of relates in all sports. Is to me, sports itself, it was almost like 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 an additional parent. And what I mean by that is, you learn so much, so much from it. I know for mm -hmm. me, I learned how to deal with loss, how to deal with with win, mm -hmm. with wins, how to be a leader, how to deal with, fight through pain. Talk about some of the things that you, you have learned from just from playing ball. Learned and still learning to this day. <laughs> yes, Character yes. building. Just mm -hmm. who are you going to be when things are not going your way? Because if mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it a buck, like it's frustrating sometimes. It's hard. You go through highs, you go through lows. Y'all already know. Yeah. Um, but like, who are you going to be at the end of the day? How are you going to mm -hmm. show up? Are you going to be consistent? Um, you know, I like to say that I'm a light. And so if I'm going through a tough time, am I going to continue to be a light? Am I going to continue to shine God's light? And so it, character development, I feel like it's the biggest thing that I'm currently going through with sports. But as I look back, I've learned, um, I've been in tough situations. I've learned how to just deal with people. I've learned how to um, persevere, how to not give up. My faith has grown. So there's so many things. And I know I have a lot of lessons that will continue to come as i go through this journey but that's the exciting part of it yeah awesome right. and that's and that's good for you to just you know be be open to you know and being real and being true like okay this is where i'm at right now it's yeah. something i'm continuing to work on so it definitely speaks to you know who you are as well yeah. thank you 
No, one one thousand percent. And you've mentioned obviously multiple times that you know that you you're strong in your faith, and, and mm-hmm. God is obviously guiding guiding your life. And you know, I me and Bolo can definitely relate to that one hundred percent. Every time we start the show, we always got to you know pay homage and show love to, love to God. So I, I want to ask you this too, though. So being someone who you know you were a star at at UCLA. You know, you mm-hmm. get drafted like that, like as an athlete, that that's the dream, you know, no yeah. point in 10 and you're on, you're on the Atlanta dream, but like that's, literally, <laughs> that's literally the dream, right. To yeah. be at that level as a, as an athlete, yeah. has it ever been hard for you to, um, just kind of maintain that, you know, obviously you want to be proud and, and confident, but also maintain it like that, that, that humbleness, you know, at times as well. I, I've seen athletes at times you get to this high level and sometimes it's easy to lose sight of, of, of God. It's, it's easy to lose sight of kind of what, what got you there at times, at moments, because, you know, you, mm-hmm. your ego gets in the way and everybody's mm-hmm. t- telling you how great you are. Yeah. Just kind of curious with you. And you seem so strong in your faith. Has there ever been a moment where you kind of put yourself slipping a little bit? From an ego sense? No, I wouldn't say so. I would say I've remained humble and I'm grateful that I've remained humble because I know all of this could be taken away mm. in an instance. Mm-hmm. And so I never want to get too high and mighty. Um, I've had my battles spiritually for sure, where I've dealt we with different have. things. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> where you deal with different things and it's like, sometimes it feels like you and God are wrestling and you know, he's always going to win. But mm-hmm. you got you got to figure it out. So I've definitely had those moments, but I'm so just grateful that I've been grounded in like humbleness. My parents raised me to be that way, and so I feel like I've definitely been able to maintain that and keep that. And I honestly feel like I've been so blessed because I have just a, a really like grateful spirit, like just mm-hmm. that gratitude and being humble. I think, um, like I said, perspective. I, I've just been able to. Mm. like pick gems up off my path because of those um characteristics man that that's huge man that's huge bolo because i and, and we mentioned a little bit earlier earlier already but the, the the mindset and how you look at life you know looking at you know glass half full mm-hmm. i think it's so huge because i mean there's always two two ways to, to look at the same exact mm-hmm. situation and yes. you can't always control what's going on in your life but you can control how you react to it and respond Ooh. to it and hey. And I just think that the reaction leads to either life or or death, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of like, if you want something to grow, if you want a blessing to come, your reaction and your faith behind that, I think mm. nine times out of 10 is is the deciding factor of that of that outcome. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I look at my life right now, man, and like, I, I've said it multiple times, but again, I, I grew up in poverty. I grew up where, you know, I didn't. <laughs> didn't have much food stamps. You know, I, I was blessed to get one division one scholarship to get my school paid for. If that didn't happen, we didn't have money set up for school, but like that happened. Then I get a job at Fox sports all the way in LA. I didn't even major in TV. Like when I think about all the things that happened in my life, it's like, listen, I, 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 I can, I would love to say it's me and I can boast and brag, but I'm telling you, it's a, it's a higher power that's yeah. like leading the way and, and, and making things happen. And again, mm-hmm. if, if I felt like if, if I could have easily looked at my life and oh poor me and and complained mm-hmm. and, and played that victim role, but I think if you look at it on on the other side, I'm sure we all got our different examples. But if you look at it on that positive side and, and pull something away from each part of your life, you'll yeah. end up seeing those big blessings. So, my come on, preaching. That boy's spitting gems right now. Yes. I ain't trying to do that, man. Monique brought the good energy from the jumbo low, and the spirit just kind of came on the. Board. I didn't know I was gonna do this. Wave. We, we, I feel it, bro. We, I, was, we, I, was, Bolo I was here. <laughs> I was Locked here, bro. In. Where, where was you at, Bolo? <laughs> I was here. Like, I was, like, kind of, like, stuck. Like, you had me going. Like, yeah, bro, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody got a story, but it's it's about how you look at it. It's how you respond to the issues, everything. I love it, bro. Yeah. Um, I want to add, I love how you guys are using your platform to glorify God and, like, share those examples. Like, I think that's huge. I think that's something that you don't really see too much in our culture. So I just wanted to commend you guys for doing that. Absolutely. Appreciate that. You know, that's the thing about the porch. I mean, we talk about everything. Everything. We have all types of guests on from different walks of life. We don't judge. We use it as a way to learn. We have fun, but in the midst of everything and the foundation of everything, they're going to know that God is leading the way for us, for all Mm -hmm. of our steps. And uh, so, yeah, no, I appreciate you for, uh, noticing that for sure. Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> so 
Uh, Monique, let's uh, let let's ask you this. I got a question. Um, so like obviously growing up, right? You think about you know guys when you know they're in elementary school playing outside. Everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan. Everybody wanted to you know play basketball or football and things like that. But I guess for for a girl growing up, like did you always want to play basketball or did you have other aspirations growing up? Oh, I wanted to be Tyra Banks. Like I thought I was going to be <laughs> America's Next Top Model. You know, I thought that was going to be my path. Um, I played basketball because, like I said, I enjoyed it. I had fun. Mm -hmm. and it was like a freeing feeling that I still feel to this day. But I never knew just that I would be able to get my college paid for, that I could get mm -hmm. drafted. I could make a career out of this. I didn't know any of that. My dad, he kept me very, like, present in the moment. Like, this is where we're at today. And we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So I never really thought about it. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say I aspired to be a basketball player and it's crazy that I'm here. Um, mm -hmm. it's a blessing that I'm here, but yeah, I, I didn't know that this is going to be my path. That's cool. That's, that's so interesting, that. man. And you bring up, you know, you want to be Tyra Banks and yeah. I mean, if you go to your Instagram page, I see a lot of modeling <laughs> pictures. I mean, you you facts, you, facts. you 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 get your Tyra Banks fashion on fashion gang crazy, fashion, <laughs> fashion like gang crazy, different styles, swimsuit, dress, like whatever. Like you can do it all. So it's crazy. I mean, you're 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 living both dreams right now. You know, I, I am, and yes. it's crazy because basketball is that platform that's getting me to whatever's next. And I realized that when when I was a rookie, I was like, okay. Being here, I didn't realize that I would even make it to year six. So that's incredible being in my sixth season. But I was like, basketball is going to take me to wherever I'm supposed to end up next. And mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm interested in so many different things, um, being an entrepreneur, being a model, fashion, all of these things. And I'm like, okay, I, it, it the, the, um, like strike while the iron is hot, basically. Right. So I'm making sure I utilize every opportunity that I can. So yeah, that's important to me. I love that, man. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, especially now it's popular to, you know, to kind of note that more than the athlete, right? And, and, and yeah. focusing on that that life outside of the sport. Talk about, and you just mentioned it, but talk about, um, I guess, like, is it tough to kind of focus on your sport as a current player, but then also spend some time focusing on what you want to do next? Because like like you said, <laughs> at some point, the, the, the ball is, is going is to flatten, you know, the, the sport is going to stop. For everybody, I don't care. I mean, LeBron is gonna he, he gonna visit retire. Tom yeah. Brady, he, he finally retired. Like, I don't care how long you play, it's gonna stop at some point, and it's gotta be something that's next. How do you again? We're going back to balance, but how do you find that balance of like okay, staying present, locking in and, and being the best player I can be, but also figuring out okay, when this thing does end, I wanna I wanna have a, a easier path to my next thing. I think it's always important to make sure you're producing so whatever you're in, whatever you're doing, like keep the main thing, the main thing, like you got to produce. So mm -hmm. that's step one. And so as long as you're producing, I think it's okay to uh, utilize and take advantage of the resources that are around you. Um, something that my OGs tell me is that people don't really care as much about not things that you're doing, but they just while you're playing, while you're relevant, people care. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making sure that um, while I'm here while I'm presently playing and I have this platform and all these opportunities to build those connections, those relationships. Like that is super important to me. But as long as I keep the main thing, the main thing, I think that's Absolutely. key and essential. Now, speaking of the main thing, um, I think it's super dope um, that we have a WNBA player on the porch. This is the first time, D-Nail. Definitely something that's uh, another milestone for us. But I guess, yeah. how is the WNBA? Like, what's life like in the mm -hmm. WNBA? Again, I am an optimist. Like, I love it. I know that there are a lot of things that can be improved, will continue to be improved. Our league is young. Our, our league is 27 years old. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard when people compare it to the NBA that's 75, 76 years old. You know, um, we have a long way to go. But when I look, at where it started and I see the pioneers who helped to bring the league to where it's at now like I'm just grateful and I think it's um dope that women have the opportunity we don't have to we we play abroad yes but you don't necessarily have to you have the option to play in the states in front of your family that was not always the case you know mm. but 27 years ago 28 years ago People were only playing abroad. They didn't have the opportunity. Um, our games, being on television more, getting those mm -hmm. contracts, um, even just 
brand deals and different brands investing in our stories mm -hmm. um, and just personalities. I think that's important too. And I think the support is growing. So um, I love where we're at. I love where it's going. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And every single year, I just see how it's progressing. So I have an, opt an optimistic outlook on um, where the league love is. It. I love it. I love that, man. And I feel like there's a lot of people who have their own opinions on, on the WNBA. They, they may think this, they may think that. What would you say is like one of the biggest misconceptions uh, about, mm. about the game? You know, you, you're you a current player. You, you, see, you know the day-to-day. -day, you know the business. Mm. You know everything around it. To you, like, what comes to mind when I say, like, what's the biggest misconception about the league? The fact that we can't hoop. Like, I hate when people say <laughs> women can't hoop. Like, oh, my gosh, we are ballers. Like, we definitely can hoop. Um, I think once people actually tune in and watch a game, I think we gain a lot of respect. And that's something that I'm seeing happening now. And I think social media um, has been a big catalyst for that, mm -hmm. just with highlights and clips being shown in, like, you always have the haters in the comments, you know, right. the guys who didn't make the JV team, but always have something to say about us, you know, those types of comments. Right. But also I'm starting to see like respect, like, oh, wow. Like she's okay. shooting at the logo like Steph. Yeah, like, exactly. oh, wow. She has bunny. She, she's getting up. Like, Ugh. so, right. you know what I mean? So I think, I think it's cool. Um, just the respect level, um, I think is continuing to go up, which is important because we can hoop. Yeah. I, know. I, I, I could make an argument and you could tell me if I'm wrong or whatever. No. I could make an argument though that a lot of y'all from a skill set standpoint, I'm not talking about, you know, how high you can jump from a, a true basketball skill set standpoint. Y'all, y'all can hold your own or even do better than some of the guys in the NBA. I ain't, I ain't trying to start nothing. I'm just saying from a skill set, I, I watch the game and I see, I see, I see the, yeah. the ball movement. I see the triple threat. I see the handles. I see like, I don't know, man. Like y'all be y'all really do ball out, you know, on that court. And a lot of people who are fans of the women's game say that and they appreciate it because mm -hmm. of the fundamentals. They play that it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we have to because we're not all athletic. We're not all right. six, seven, jumping out the gym. Like that's not right. what our game is. And so we right. have to be a lot more intentional with those uh with those details. Yeah. Absolutely. Now answer answer me answer me this. You know, obviously when you think about the NBA, right? That game has changed so much because you got Steph Curry yeah. kind of reinventing the three-point shot. Um, you get more and more uh like Giannis, you know, guys, you know, longer is the the court, you know, three <laughs> steps from half court, he dunking the Rich basketball. Curry. So the game is changing. So for the WNBA, 20, after 27 years, how is that game evolving as far as things that mm -hmm. you are starting to see from certain players day in and day out? That's a really good question. Well, something that I am seeing trending is just athleticism. Like mm -hmm. something's in the water with these young girls because I'm seeing a lot, a lot more of them um, play above the rim, which I think is incredible. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be great for the women's game. You see in college players like Caitlin Clark, um, Paige Beckers, right who on. are shooting those Steph Curry type shots. Absolutely. And that's not something that um, has really been done in the league. So I think br them bringing that will also um, add a jump in our league. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think the skill is, is um, increasing. Like I said, the athleticism, like, I think just on all levels, um, people, people like the young girls, they're, they're coming. Like I can, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, man. I'm talking about the younger girls in, in the, the, the college, you know, the, the NCAA, how important are is the the college game right the women's college because the women's college game is very big as well I mean I, I don't know I can't remember the exact numbers but there was a, a lot of people around the world was watching the the NCAA tournament and obviously mm -hmm. the, the championship game as well um just talk about just the importance of, of that for not just college itself but for the overall women's basketball mm -hmm. umbrella yeah I mean people love feeling connected to a university. So when they're connected to great players that are going to a specific university, I think it will be so important for those fans to still stay connected, even when those players get drafted and start their pro career. I think that's going to be uh, a huge jump for our league, just continuing to gain supporters and fans. Um, I think it's so important for, I brought up earlier, just like the individual stories of players to kind of be told and shared 
we have a lot of that on social media, but just, I think the league, um, being able to share those things. So people, so people watching and fans can feel connected to mm-hmm. their favorite players and players that they're watching. So I think if the women's game in college is doing great, that's only going to be great for our game in the WNBA as well. So I am excited to see what the future holds for sure. No, 1000%. And another question that kind of comes to my mind too, when we think about the college game is, is the, the NILs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, we just missed it. Like when we got done playing, <laughs> I, was, I, I wish I was still playing ball. Um, yeah. but like, we'd love to hear from your perspective. Like has, has the NIL deal somewhat affected even like the WNBA, meaning that I feel like, you know, you see players like Angel Reese who mm-hmm. she's making a ton of money in college mm-hmm. right now. So for her, it's like, I could take my time to, rush, before yeah. going to the WBA. Like I might spend, you know, Four years, if I get red shirted, I'll spend all five years. So just kind of curious, it, it, has there been any type of indir- indirect uh, effect from like the college NIL deals and WBA, or is, is it like two separate entities there? That's a good question. I don't know if I've really thought too hard into that. So I'll say this. The WBA is the best women's league in the world. Mm-hmm. So if you're a true hooper, you want to come to the league and prove yourself and hoop with the best. So... Mm-hmm. I don't see why any reason why someone wouldn't want to come. Um, NIL is great, but as a pro, you're able to have endorsements, brand deals, all of that too. And you don't have to take it to your um, compliance people right. in college. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I have a ton of deals that I've been able, I've been so blessed and fortunate. And I could, I just have, it's me and my agent. Me and my manager, like we figuring it out. I don't have to take it to compliance and run through, jump through all these hoops. No, I love being a pro for that reason. Um, I think NIL is dope. I am a little bit happy that I missed it because I think I would have been distracted. If Mm -hmm. I'm being honest, I think I would have been very distracted if I was in school when NIL was going on. Like it would have been awesome to make money, but I don't know if I'd be where I'm at today. Like, I just feel like my grind wouldn't have been as real because when I was playing probably for y'all too, like we were just focused on just playing, like just simply that social media wasn't as big. It wasn't as much of a distraction. I really think I would have been distracted. Mm, That's a hell of a point. That's a hell of a point, you know, and you know, too, but like a lot, especially for like, from us, like part of the motivation, obviously you love the game, but part of motivation too, you trying to get to the money. You trying to, you trying to get the, so if you get in the bag right now, it's like, well, shoot, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cool. Like, I <laughs> I don't 100%. like, you know, so that's a good point. I never thought of yeah. that way. Now, yeah. now, um, Monique, I know, I know you're, you're a very optimistic person, right? But, you know, obviously we got to call out the elephant in the room and say that, you know, for you guys to be the, you know, the most viewed, like the most sought out, you know, women's sport, you know, you guys are extremely underpaid, you know, as far as wages and things mm. like that. So I guess speak to, you know, how we could, I know you, you said after 27 years, the pain is continuing to move more and more, but how can we get to the point where, you know, women are getting more uh, when it comes to the salary piece? I think a lot of it, it just comes from support, just putting, having butts in the stands, like in the mm-hmm. seats, people coming to games, buying tickets, um, and just being, the W being on people's radars. Mm. TV contracts is going to be a big deal too. Um, which I think we're, we've been having a lot more TV games, which is awesome. But a lot of people don't necessarily know about the WNBA or know, Mm -hmm. you know, there's 12 teams, 144 of us, like it's a small league. And so I think just more eyes on the game, um, will help to increase that revenue, just the popularity of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think those are things. I need Absolutely. y'all to come to a game this I season. I know. We got I'm, I'm in LA right now. So I mean, I actually, so the schedule. I, the fever was on last night. I caught some of the game. I mean, I'm in okay, Indianapolis. Okay. Um, are, y- so, are y'all yeah. playing the Sparks soon? Let me know. I will pull up. Da- I'm downtown. I'm down the street. I think we we play in July, so definitely need you to pull up. All right. It's, okay. it's done. It's like <laughs> you, you, you got now. You got to promise me this. If I pull up. I gotta meet you in person, but either pregame, postgame, sure. like, all right now, don't do me like that, Monique. <laughs> don't do me like that. Sure. Don't don't superstar me now when you see no, me. <laughs> never, never. We're gonna be kicking it on the porch in a hey. okay. <laughs> I might do an episode pregame right there in, in, in hey, the, okay. crypto.com. <laughs> exactly. Silly. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, so real quick before we shift gears too, um, taking a, a quick step back to the college game 
one of the big storylines was the whole, you know, the injuries, the Kalen Clark, trash talking. Me as a, a former athlete, I didn't pay no mind to it because I just know how in men's sports, we talk trash all the time. <laughs> and the stuff that we say, especially on the football field, is way worse than, than what I saw there. Just as a competitor, can you just talk about just the competitive side of women? Like, it, it, to me, it, it, it became a big storyline for no reason. I get you might pick your own lane of if you thought one person did too much or whatever. Like, that's cool to have your own opinion on that. But in general, I just know in between those lines, there's trash talking, there's taunting. That's a part of the game. And I think because you're women, we have this, this view that, you know, it's not ladylike or like you can't you show to, your passion. You can't, can't show your really passion. You have to be. A, yeah. So can you just kind of talk, talk, talk to that side of it? That's an interesting question, because <clears throat> I personally I'm not a trash talker. I feel like I'm way too locked in when I'm playing. Mm. Like I'm like, I don't hear anything. I don't see anything like I'm just zoned in. Mm. But I'm not tripping if someone is trash talking. I like it. And I think it does fuel me sometimes, like if I do hear it or whatever. Because yeah. it's like, oh, like you want to talk mess? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, let's go. You <laughs> right, know? Right. I like my game to speak for itself. I like to let my mm. game speak. But I know some people do like to trash talk. And right. so I I, um, I like, I guess you could say, what I saw in the NCAA tournament. I, mm-hmm. I invite that. I think that's awesome. But like I said, to each their own. Right. Me personally, that's not my style. But right. I um I think it's entertaining. It's entertaining Absolutely. to see that other people liked it, and so I think it's cool. Yes, yes, no, I I love that man for sure. I just want to get a woman's perspective on that because I'm like maybe I'm tripping or maybe I'm <laughs> I don't know. But like yeah, I think like you said, I wasn't a big trash talker either. Like usually I was quiet until you said something to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Now I, I, I'll I'll admit I will respond at that point. Okay. But I was I was chilling like I I used to play mind games on on the football field like I I tackle you and help you up you know what I mean like I, I I'm friendly until I'm not you know what I'm saying okay. I, I kind of okay. soften you up on the field and then I then I hit you so you, you don't know what to yeah, expect, catch you know them off guard exactly I'm guard. talking shit y'all I'm talking shit <laughs> I gotta I gotta I got to but I gotta I gotta get warmed up first I'm gonna probably start off real quiet though you know what I mean make a couple plays and then I'm gonna get my groove and then here it come. Okay, okay. I can yeah. see Monique. He's from Chicago. He, he, you know, that's why I get that Chicago. You, back it up. If you, you got talk to. Mess, you got, got to. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm gonna show him first. And then okay. here it come. Here it comes. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in there all day. Yeah. Yes. I love it, man. I love it. Um. So before we move on to this next section, something I noticed on your Instagram bio that I thought was very interesting. I want to kind of dive into that and hear your explanation. So you ha- you have a phrase that says "living is greater than existing." Mm-hmm. That that's powerful in my opinion I wanted to hear from you though what exactly does that mean to you yeah so I don't think a lot of people understand what it means to fully live and to me fully living my life is like maxing out every single day and at the end of my day I am empty I'm so tired and drained because I gave my everything to that day mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are just existing by just kind of being on the hamster wheel going through the motions mm-hmm. Um, again, not really investing in themselves, knowing who they are, knowing why they, knowing their purpose, I would say. Mm. And so living for me is um, living on purpose, being intentional to do so, and just enjoying life. Like life is so short. Like why not enjoy? Why not serve and give and love and just experience the abundance that is all around us? Mm. You better stop That's playing, Monique. I, 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 I feel the chill in my chest. I know where That's you about deep. to go. I thought you were about to start really bringing the word out just now. The way she's serving and feeling the word. You know what I mean? Like, you felt uh-huh. the energy, Bolo. Then you know I ain't I tripping. It. I felt it. Look, I wrote a couple notes. I was writing it down. I'm like, shit, that's a... That's a caption. That's a caption. That's a caption. Look, I love it, yes. I love it man. Nah, and you definitely see. Oh, no, go, go ahead, Bolo. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I, I was gonna add to that. You definitely see see that through even from your social media posts. Like I, I know you do a ton of traveling. Uh, obviously, you know your book is you know you talk about wellness and the importance of it. I feel like you know you you do yoga. You're always by the mm-hmm. water. Like you come off as kind of like, not not free spirit, but just one yeah. with one with nature. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and. I, I I think that's very just important, and even me looking at that, I'm like, man, I could I could take away some of some of this, just, just the, the mm-hmm. lifestyle, and you finding time to just be like, you know what, I'm gonna focus on me, and just you know yeah. what I mean, and I think that's powerful. 
I would definitely say free spirited. Um, And being able to play overseas, like I've played in 10 different countries. I feel like that has seasoned me in Mm. life so much because Mm. I have friends in all of these countries. So I have friends in Russia. I have friends in Jordan, in Israel, Korea, all these places I've played. And I've built relationships, like quick stories. So when Mm. I was in Russia, I needed a hair braider. I needed someone to braid my hair. I go on Instagram, type in hashtag. I was living in Orenburg, Orenburg braider. I find two white people, two white Russians that was braiding hair out there, y'all. Was and they, they got down? me right. You said, y'all, they, they were down. That's yes. dope. They came to my house, braided my hair. They're rapping Tupac. I'm like, what? I feel that's like I'm in like a, a sitcom or something right now. But just being like, that's one example. And they call me their sister. I call them my brother, my sister, you know? And so those relationships and connections that I've made with people, like that to me is living. Um, experiencing mm. different people, sharing myself, them sharing themselves with me, um, and just keeping that going. Absolutely. Now that that brings me to my next question. So, seeing that you have so many ties to you know overseas and you've been over there, you know, ten plus years. When the Brittany Griner issue happened, right? You know, in, in Russia, did that slow you down at all, or did that make you nervous, or make anybody else who was traveling overseas to who nervous at all? Me personally, no, it didn't slow me down. I mean, I definitely, my heart went out to her because Mm -hmm. she's my sister in the league. Um, But, you know, the reason that she had got caught up, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a specific reason. So, you know, if you on your toes, on your P's and Q's, like you shouldn't have any issues. That's how I saw it. That's a good point. 100%. That's definitely a good point there, man. And kind of, yeah, switching gears here a little bit. I want to talk about just, you know, off life, off the court, you know, when you, when you're not focused on business and you're just, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on, on you, man. Like, again, you're always, I thought like you're always grinding. You're there on the court, you, you're writing books, you, you, you're traveling. How, how, how does that affect, is it tough for you as a pro athlete who's doing so much to kind of be able to, to just find that time to, again, for yourself and or find that time to even Find and I don't know I don't know your relationship status, so I could be I could be off, but just finding that special someone or find mm-hmm. that time to go out on that date and just you know what I mean like I guess talk talk about about that side for you. Dating can definitely be tough because I travel so much, and so mm-hmm. like the guys that I date, like I don't know, they might be in a different state, different country, and so that can right. definitely get kind of tough. Yeah. Um, but I've been able to meet some really nice guys depending on where I'm at. So dating, I would say I'm open to receive. Okay. That's okay, where I'm okay. at with her. I like that. Um, as far as like finding time for myself, never a struggle because mm. I just prioritize it. And so I call myself the self-care queen. I love getting my nails done, getting like facials, massages. I bought a house. So like I have Ooh, a backyard. Congrats. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. House owner, <laughs> black woman, young, in her right. 20s. Stop playing uh-huh. with her. What's yeah, the respect on her name, Porch? <laughs> yeah, I love that. So I love like spending time on my um on my deck and like in my pool or like I went bike riding the other day, like random mm. stuff, but yeah. it just like fills up my soul so much. It just separates me and disconnects from um the mundane or just things that yes. I do on a daily basis, you know. Man. And that's and that's where I think we get so caught up with just the um, consistency with life, our routine, that yeah. we just kind of lose track of like our actual like purpose in life yeah. or, you know, what we do to feed our souls because we get caught up in a nine to five or even when you get kids, like you get caught up in the routine of being a parent and, you know, mm-hmm. having other identities, you forget about yourself. Um, so I think it's very admirable to have somebody, you know, understand that like no matter how busy I get, you know, I'm always going to make time for myself because that's what's going to fill me up. So that that speaks a lot, because I think for us, just naturally, we just do for other people so much, you know, and we give and give through empty tanks all the time. Um, So being able to fill yourself up, it just makes you more of a better person when it's time to give. So I feel like what I'm learning is that if I am feeling low, I'm depleted, how am I going to be able to give to anyone else? How can Mm -hmm. I give and be my best self for anyone else for any situation if I'm not feeling um, like my best self? So it's important just to to refill every single day. 100 percent. 
I love that. I love that, man. I thought we we've been learning so much on this episode, man. Just Aww. dropping so many gems, man. So nah, it, it's been it's been so fun. We got more to our last segment, you know. Here, this is our quick hitters. Uh, some cool. random fun questions. Uh, would love to hear your input. So, uh, Bolo, I'll get it started, and then okay. uh, and then you can jump in. So, describe to us your pre-game ritual, and if you have any weird slash unique things that you do to kind of get ready for the games, we would love to hear that. Pre-game ritual. I need some really good food. Mm. Gotta meditate slash journal. And take a nap. And I think that's super basic. Nothing weird. And wait, I'll add this. This isn't weird, but it's kind of like a cool thing. Putting on like a nice fit. Like I like walking mm. into games and I'm like suited and booted. Like booted look good, booted. feel good, play good. Oh, okay. I like that. Now, yeah. The one thing you mentioned was you said some good food. Now you can't come on a porch and just say good food. Here I'm a go. big guy. I love food. Here but he loves food. When you yeah. say good food, what is good food to you? Because like me, I can eat a nice crispy, you know what I'm saying? I can go chicken sandwich, Robert, or I can go healthy with it. I can, I can go to nice okay. Caesar salad. So what's <laughs> yeah. good? What's good for you? So for me, it's brunch. Like I am a brunch mm. girl. So I need like bacon, eggs, Ooh. potatoes, French toast. Mm. Yeah. And Some I started working syrup. with a chef. And so she'll bring me the food Ooh. to the arena. Oh my gosh. Game changer. Stop playing Dang. with me, Monique. Usually I like to cook on game days. Like I like cooking my brunch, but I started working with her and yeah, she just makes my life. Hold so on, time out, Bolo. Time look, out. You know it. Monique did not. You did not you tell me it. the pre-production <laughs> meeting. We didn't talk. You didn't give me these notes. You telling me that Monique Billings can throw down in the kitchen? Oh, for sure. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She said for it. sure. She said for sure. Like it's fried chicken, mac and cheese, yams, and all that. Like collard greens, right? Like she, yeah, the way she said. Yeah. She said like, like, like she, Thanksgiving or something. Culture. Like I be Ooh. cooking, like yeah, I've lived in all these places, so like right, right. You know, I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to make Indian food. Okay, I'm gonna make some Indian food, or Dang. I want to learn how to make Italian food, or Turkish food. Like I was living in Turkey for four for the last four months. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, we we be cooking out here, we be chefing. Dang, that's cool. That so if, if some aliens came to Earth, come on, and it's their first time having food, and you were our only cook left on earth and this and th th this meal is going to dictate what happens next what Ooh. meal what's your go-to meal monique what you about to fix go-to meal what you most confident some, in i would do something really healthy for them so i would make some fire ass salmon Ooh. i would make some really good veggies okay. and probably some like some really good potatoes Oh, you gotta Ooh. add a carb in there. Are we doing yeah. baked potato? Or are we doing mashed with gravy? What are we doing? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know about the mashed with gravy. I don't even think I would bake it. I don't know. Ooh, fried potato, chop it up, season salt, black pepper. I think I would chop it up, season it up. Yep. <laughs> Olive oil, oil peppers. Oh, oh uh -huh. man. Uh huh. Oh my Ooh, god. Oh, go crazy, boy. <laughs> crazy. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. That was a complete sidebar. But she threw me off when she she said she could. She, she said could. cook. I knew, yes, it. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so obviously our next quick hitter. What was your welcome to the league moment? Ooh. Mm. I love this one. My welcome to the league moment playing in LA uh, against the Sparks uh, my rookie year. Um, we had beat them at their crib and mm. it, I had a really good game that game. My family was there. Like That mm. was a good like welcome to the league moment for me. I love that. Love that. Love yeah. that. Being, being in Staples Center, we still call it Staples out here. You know, I know it's critical, right, yeah. but it, it's, it, it's Staples. You know what I mean? Here gonna be a minute. The yeah. building yeah. that Kobe built, man. RIP to my goat. So, yes, sir. Um, this next one's going to be a fun, it's like kind of like a, a fun game here. So, don't get nervous when I say the first three. <laughs> Stay with me. So, you got three options. So you got marry, one night stand, or drop, which means break okay. up. But the three things I'm picking basketball, traveling, Yoga. So you gotta you gotta put one with each. Marry one, one night stand with one, break up with one. Basketball, Ooh. traveling, yoga. Take your time because I know you love all three. It's gonna be tough. I know. I'm marrying traveling because I just love to travel. Mm. <sighs> one night stand with basketball, which is crazy to say because I'm a hooper. Um, and I would have to drop yoga, but I'd be so sad because I love yoga. Dang. 
yeah. one night stand with the basketball. We gonna marry tra- traveling. We is traveling. Beautiful, we though. traveling yeah. is a beautiful thing, and it puts you yeah. like you said. You when you in different environments, like outside your box per se, mm-hmm. you kind of expand a little bit more. It allows you to think a little bit more, see the world in different places, perspective. Yeah, exactly. wrote that down. Perspective. You're just more seasoned. You become more of a seasoned person. Mm. I love that man. I love it. I, I, I love, love it. love some season, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the perfect segue to the net. We got two more for you. This is the perfect that, segue. That, is, that is the perfect one. So we obviously we both foodies. You in the yeah. ATL right now? If yeah. we come in the ATL for the first time, where is the place to be to get something to eat? Ooh. Okay, if you want brunch vibe, you got to go to Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club Atlanta. Okay, I heard of Breakfast Club. Ooh. That's my favorite, like, breakfast spot in the city. Um, If you want, like, I'm going to say steaks and, like, lamb chops, I would say you got to go to Pasha. They have really, really good steaks and lamb chops. Pasha, Pasha. Write that down. And, yeah, yeah, write this down. Take it off. need to write that down. Pasha. (laughs) And I'm going to give y'all a Mediterranean vibe. Um, It's called Rumi's Kitchen. Rumi's Kitchen? Rumi's Kitchen. So, oh my gosh! Some so we got Breakfast Club, Pasha, and Rumi's Kitchen. Yeah, we gotta pull up, D. Now I might give me, a, I might give me a chicken pita, everything on it, some, <laughs> some <laughs> chips and hummus, chicken pita, falafel. I'm about to get all yes. that. Yeah, God, they have like they have wait they have lamb ribs and they're like oh my gosh Damn. so good, and then they have corn ribs. I sound so fat right now, but I'm a foodie too, so I love to eat. The corn ribs, it's like they're like a rib, but it's corn and it's seasoned so good. It's just, whew, damn, yeah. that should sound good. That sounds amazing. I'm so hungry right now. I ain't eat before the port, so I'm about to like. As soon as I leave yeah, here, I'm about too. to like food near me and just see see what I find. Food near me, <laughs> he gonna post uh, a big ass burrito. You know, I, you know how I <laughs> yeah, get down. So, <laughs> uh, all right, last one. This is a fill in the blank for you. In five years, Monique will be blank. Ooh, take your time with this one. In five years, Monique will be a television personality, which Ooh. I already am. I broadcast, but mm-hmm. I want to get in my acting bag at some point. Hey, Bolo, you, you know what that she just spoke it. She just put it into yeah. the air. What that means? Yeah. It's in the air. You just existence. Once you say it, you believe it, you pray about it, and your steps follow what you just prayed about. It's a done deal. It's you, happening. You need to thank God now because it's already he he already Amen. took. Yeah. He wrote Come on it. now, God already took it's care stamped. of it. Wow, that's done. <laughs> exactly. 100%. I love it. I love it, man. This has been uh, an amazing episode, Monique. Yeah. Learning about you. I just want to give you the time here to promote any last things you want to promote and tell the people where they can find you on social media. Anything you want to kind of show love or highlight. This is just your time to do so before we close out. Uh, I'm going to show love to y'all. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are fantastic. This was uh, really great. So thank you for having me. Um, My social media is just Monique Billings. Again, caught my book on my website, mobillings.com. And yeah, thank you so much for the support. I'm going to see y'all at a game. I'm in season right now. So pull up to a W game, get the schedules on Google, and I will see y'all soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Monique, we appreciate it. This is the Porch Podcast, Porch Family. No excuses. Make sure y'all watch no ESPN, telling your cousin, tell your cousin. If you're in the city, pull up to a game, show love, show support. And it's always going to go down. So we do appreciate it. I got a couple gems over here. So it's about perspective, learning who you are, Mm. live on purpose. All right. And just always make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless, I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat People don't want us to leave They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end, woman
was all we was eating. Now we be feasting. Five star restaurants every week. Whole team dripped in cloth and it seems. They looking hard when we step on the scene. Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean. Hand about cats, please don't ask for a meeting. Just hit the stoop, got the spaz on the beat. Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet. Just play it cool when I tax you the fee. We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat. Live for the day, cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be. Keep staying present, our presence a blessing. It's all that we have and we actually need. I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preaching. Look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless, I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.